0: And we are on.
1: Hey, hey, Jason, how are you doing? It's been how many days? I mean, we we a did week. talk yesterday, no, but we did talk yesterday and the day before, but we didn't record a podcast.
0: Yeah, it was a small one, you know. And yeah. uh you've been—I don't know what's been happening with you. You've been showing up at weird times, coming home at yeah. weird times at night. So
1: yeah, because I'm staying at Mido's place until Sunday, or rather until Saturday. So like the commute from my classroom to Middle's home and back, you know, the commute back and forth. Like one way is two hours long. I'm on the train for two hours. And when you're going to work, it isn't that bad, but coming back home in the middle of the night, it's just so annoying. So by the time I'm home, I'm just really beat. I just want to, I just want to eat and sleep, you know?
0: Okay. 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 Yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> us recording in the middle of the night. I'm like,
1: yeah, we, we, last
0: week it was okay. Right. But this week I've just been, you know, like,
1: Last week was my first week to spend, to, to be here at Mendo's Place, right? So right. I was just getting into the flow of things. But this week, I feel like, you know, if I had to stay here for another month, man, I would I couldn't do it. I can't do it. I can't. So the obvious yeah, question yes, is... The commute, the commute is too annoying. It's too annoying. And it's also too expensive.
0: What was your commute before in Saga?
1: Uh, so from Takeo, Takeo Onsen Station, like one of the schools that you went to cover to mm-hmm. Kanzaki where you, which I used to live, was 760 yen one way right
0: that's an hour no that's like well, that, we'll under an hour Nine right. minutes 49 minutes
1: yeah we will take but right now from Mindo's place which is Karatsu to Takeo which I'm covering which I'm teaching this week is 1310 one
0: way 1310 that's like psyche that's an hour and 20 minutes at least
1: yeah I'm on the train for two hours bro and the it's just too annoying it's really annoying
0: so Uh similar to psyche which is my uh the the farthest away school and also my biggest school right Uh um so it's usually one hour and 20 minutes but if it's Mm -hmm. like there's some local trains that go even longer and like you Uh said there's one that's one hour and 46 minutes that's there's this one train um Uh i think at three something very notorious train if you get on that yeah. one <laughs> oh my god like Reggie you said you're basically in the train almost for like two hours and it's like okay. that's why I, I completely understand what you're saying that, that that's yeah. basically going to psyche man it's just you just get so tiring you know yeah 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 and then yeah. imagine you go there then you have like a big class too and then everyone's ganky you're just like oh god
1: <laughs> you yeah, know that that just kills everything you know it's like i don't do anything else i just want to come eat and sleep really Pretty much, I mean, that's, pretty that, much. Yeah. That has been my mood for most of the, like, most of this week, that's been my mood. Just yes. I just want to get home, eat and sleep. I don't do have anything to do with anyone, you know? Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Have, well, it's just not anything else?
1: I mean, it's mostly that and also kind of the, what is it? Should I call it anxiety? Maybe anxiety isn't the word. the expectation of going back to, to Osaka this weekend, you know? To see my family.
0: Isn't that a happy yeah. feeling? Aren't you it's cheerful? A happy feeling,
1: you know, but putting all my mental energy into that is kind of making me lose interest in in the moment I'm, I am living right now. You know, it's making now seem like um, like misery. Just because I'm expecting too much of the weekend, you know. <laughs>
0: so you're expecting yeah. to be so, so happy over the weekend? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so now it seems like hell. <laughs> You, basically, you're saying you can't wait. That's what you're saying.
1: Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait, yeah. I can't wait. So, like, now everything else seems like nonsense, you know? Like, oh, fuck. I can't wait to get out of this place. I can't wait to to be done with Saga. I can't wait to go to us
0: you know? I definitely understand what you're talking about. 100%. Mm. I am the... Uh, my morale in Pepe has been... My morale in our company has been down, but I guess it's Mm -hmm. for almost everyone, right? Because of like what Corona did to many people, like being stuck indoors, you're not really allowed to go out and, you know, there was that uncertainty, will you be able to keep your job and everything? And on top Mm -hmm. of that, we got like loads and loads of makeup lessons, right? Yeah. yeah. So in our company, what happened was when lessons were cancelled... Mm -hmm. Lessons aren't really cancel, cancel, right? So they get canceled on that given day, but they're basically rescheduled for another day. And that's what we call makeup lessons. And Mm -hmm. those makeup lessons, because they have to coincide with normal lessons. So basically you have your normal lessons and then the cancel classes. So those cancel classes become the makeup lessons. You have to do both the normal lessons and the makeup lessons. So you have to find a way to squeeze it in your schedule. And what happened was that people were doing, people were doing seven day weeks, you know, seven day work weeks, which is not supposed to be allowed, you know. And uh well,
1: actually, I did read about this on the Japanese. I was reading what Japanese labor laws, mm. and it says that your company can request the local city government to allow the workers to work for at least eight days in a row.
0: How many times can you do that?
1: Really? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't check. I didn't read any further than that. So because I was wondering, like, because I think with Peppy, what they do is they don't just put a makeup lesson on a Sunday. They ask you, right?
0: Yeah, they did ask you. They do ask you. Yeah, I mean, spe- so, specifically with weekends, right? They do ask yes, you. Yes, yeah, like, they have okay. to ask
1: you. Like, not even not only on weekends. Even, like, if you have, like, a day off in the middle of the week, they can't just put a lesson there. They have to ask you first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think if they give you seven days that means you said yes so they have no
0: you would like, think so you would yeah? think so some people yeah, were just yeah. given like six seven days straight up because there's just nothing else you can do there's no other way to fit it into their schedules and then you because yeah, you know right, it's right, corona right. you don't want to lose your job right you're just like okay can i, I can't even say no can i right yeah.
1: i mean but but you can because i was always asked would you want to work on sunday i always said no i just said no I said the
0: the same thing, but then both my JT and my PS were just like, Jason, you got to do it. There's no other way. There's like literally, unless you want to work, unless you want this makeup lesson like four or five months down the line, and then at that point it'll just be you who hasn't done the makeup lessons and stuff like that. So it was just like, okay, but you're right. So in the end, you do have to accept it. And I chose to be like a team player basically. And I just went like, okay, it's fine. Let's just, it's one weekend. Um, I'll get another I'll get like uh two off days that was like mm-hmm. my reward I'll get two off days on another the following week or something so it's fine
1: mm-hmm. yeah actually I haven't work, worked a Sunday in a while I don't maybe last year was the last time I worked a Sunday last year yeah maybe because the the reason I worked on a Sunday was because I went to it wasn't really working it was like helping helping going to observe a, an English debate for the high school kids. It wasn't really working. I am just observing,
0: you know. Are you talking about the debate event?
1: Yes, 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 yes. Ah, okay, okay,
0: okay, okay. That was the last time? Man, yeah, you're yes. just cruising. You, all of your no. schools have JTs. No, they
1: don't. They don't. They don't. All do my schools have JTs.
0: Mm.
1: But I, like I told you, like, okay, so with the makeup lesson, what I will do is I will ask the JTs. I don't do it on Sunday, but you can set them up before or after my lessons on like regular teaching days.
0: And what, did, what happened?
1: And it worked out. Like I was, like, Maybe if I have three classes, I'll have like, one makeup lesson before the three classes begin. So instead of three classes, they have four classes in a day. Mm. I, yeah. I did that and for like one,
0: one or two schools.
1: And there's one time I went to an, ex- an extreme case where I, I told a JT, just put six classes on that day. Just put six classes. Because, because I want to be done. I want to be done with them.
0: <laughs> you didn't want to work on the weekend or anything like
1: that? Yeah. Right? And, yeah the JT was cool. She actually just put six classes. I mean, it was it was it was really exhausting, but it was worth it because after I finished those six classes, I was done with my, with my makeup
0: lessons. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Nice, 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 nice. Okay, so I guess you are definitely in the people who are like what one of the better off people when it came to that period. Because I know a lot of other people who are, like, suffering. Even I, I wasn't doing that bad, honestly. There was just, mm. like, one month, which was really, really tough. Because both of my biggest schools had makeup lessons. And I was doing exactly what you were doing. I was basically working even earlier. So I was doing two le- two or one lessons um, before, like, the average day started. Okay. And what happened was that, like I was starting at like two thirty or three forty five for almost the entire mm. week. I was yeah, yeah, like, yeah. "Damn man, you know it was it was a little bit tough, like again, big school, so it was like, ah uh... mm, mm, mm. but then we we got through it somehow, you know if you i think this' is, uh I think if people decide to get through things, I think human beings like if human beings just decide that they're gonna get through like something. They will get yeah. through it. Yeah,
1: I, ge- sure. I I I
0: generally believe like the human spirit is like a lot more stronger than most of us can even imagine.
1: Of course it is. I mean, if you have people like Gorgons, you have people like uh, just a regular athlete. It does it doesn't take weakness to to get there, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, some of these people athletes can accomplish feats that you and I can only dream of, right? Mm-hmm. But the fact that they can do it means that you and I have the power to do it also, uh mm-hmm. but we lack the discipline, you know <laughs> we lack the the re- resolve to do those things you know
0: very much discipline discipline yeah. and resolve probably yeah yeah, yeah. that's what's yeah, been so like... I've been mm-hmm. missing workout days uh quite quite a bit this month mm-hmm. and um. It's been mostly because I I just want to, I want to leave Oita I want to go do some I want to go do something else honestly,
1: I I what think it's it's more, more of like
0: maybe I'm tired of my room, you know.
1: Ah, okay 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 you just need a change of, of space right? Yeah yeah I just want to yeah, go do something that. man
0: like, yeah. that's why even when going to like some of my classes I was literally doing the bare minimum, my my morale was like really low man I was just mm-hmm. like just the holiday come. I want to go like do karaoke. I want to do something, man. I just want to do something. Just not this. Because mm. mm. I don't know if I told you. Was this the last episode? Or maybe it was one of our calls. It was literally mm. just like, work, home, work, home, yeah, work, yeah. home, work, um, home. I've not been going out. So work, home, work, home. And like the very few times I do go out, like an NT wants to like go get a coffee or go get some lunch or something like that. I'm like, oh, I feel like I can breathe for like a moment you know mm. and i'm like probably a lot of people who are like still going through like national lockdowns during this corona phase Wait, are experiencing similar things not in japan like in the whole world oh, okay, okay. there's other people oh, okay, ex- okay. experiencing similar things
1: yeah, so yeah,
0: yeah, yeah we we gotta find a way man uh, we know we will find a way we always find a way anyway the holiday is right here and i'm um, much yeah, better yeah, now you know
1: starting starting on next week right we yes,
0: yes, 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 yes,
1: Literally like tomorrow is my last day of teaching. You don't know how happy that makes me. I so
0: happy. Mine is the twenty third, man. Jesus. It was funny because my fears was making a joke mm-hmm. with us about how mm-hmm. like oh, you know, there's one poor person, one poor soul who's gonna be working on the twenty third. Literally the last day before like, you know, everyone's released for the holiday, right? The last mm-hmm. possible day you can work in the company and i was laughing i was like oh that purple bastard <laughs> <Turns> out, <laughs> turns out it was me and i was just like i was just telling my peers he tricked me he baited me on that one he was like no yeah, no yeah. no i didn't know it. even i didn't know who it was <laughs> and i was just like he's yeah. a liar <laughs> uh it's fine it's fine because um it's two lessons on in one of my mm. favorite schools It's one of my favorite days in one of my schools, so I don't mind. I'm literally just going to go there and play. And it's Christmas lessons, so it's like... You're just playing games, man. As long as they're able to say what this is and what that is, you know? This is a present. Ah, you're done. You're done, man. (laughs) You're done. This is Santa Claus. Brilliant. And then, obviously, like, just the card. That's it. Christmas Um. card. Did you see... um, did you see about this, you know, Hungary, have you been following Hungary at all? Hungary has been like pushing hard on anti-homosexual laws and regulation. Hungary. Yeah, Hungary, Hungary.
1: I, I mean, I don't know. The only thing I know about Eastern Europe is Mindu is from Lithuania. That's it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, you know
1: nothing else? No, I just know the basic stuff. Uh, like, man, no, like, here's the thing. I'm going to be, I'm going to be straightforward with you, Mindu. Sorry, Sorry, Jason. Jason. Uh huh. I don't take time to look at international news. I don't care that much. I really don't care that much, man. Uh huh. Uh huh. I like. Yeah, I just care about my life and the things happening around me. I don't want know to knowing things about Hungary is just occupying space that I need for myself. You know.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Fair go enough.
1: On, go on. Go on with the story. Go on with the story. Man. No, I, I thought it was a really
0: funny story, right? Like yeah. it's this anti-gay Hungarian uh, politician. Uh huh. He was like super, super, he was pushing, like he was hard pushing this agenda of like, he wasn't straight up saying like homosexual people shouldn't be allowed to do this, this and that, basically just taking some of their rights straight up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But he was insinuating a lot of things and he was pushing laws that would essentially take away a lot of their rights, like marrying and stuff like that, right?
1: Mm -mm.
0: And then... I think it was like almost 15, almost two weeks ago, he was caught in a 25-man orgy. What? By the police. And, (laughs) like, he was literally caught trying to jump through the window.
1: (laughs) Holy. You know, like, it's like a meme, right? Whenever someone is so anti-gay, they always turn out to be the gay person, right?
0: And and you know what's funny? The party itself... Mm -hmm literally like he forced him to resign obviously right and said that he has to settle personal issues (laughs) and that's it and both him and the party have refused to comment on it at all it's so funny oh my god why does that happen like the people who are 25 so strongly anti-gay are always gay 25 man orgy jesus what does that even
1: mean what does that even mean 25 people
0: like how does that work by this
1: that's a long fucking train that's a long fucking train train. (laughs)
0: it's like how do people even set this shit up like how (laughs) how does this work online i I just don't know like i'm trying to understand the logistics you know
1: what's up group you know what's up (laughs) Like, keep adding people, like, hey, Jason, you're doing this thing. Oh, do you know someone else who I don't join? Oh, I know
0: someone. I know someone. So And then do you guys, like, vote on a place? What has happened? Who provides food? Because you got to be food if you're 25 people no, then, no, no,
1: right? No, no, I guess you... No, you have to, like... You have to, the agreement is, eat before you come. Eat before you come. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, we're 25... Nah, we need, we need, okay. If 25 people are going to do it, right? It's probably going to be for a few hours. Like, realistically, right? So, you got to... Have some snacks or something to, like, yeah, you know, hydrate yourself.
1: No, it's... <laughs> just have water. I man. When you have sex, do you pause to go and have a snack?
0: <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> you want to be... Sometimes you can be eating while you're, you know, enjoying the, really? the activities. Really? You activities
1: having sex, Jason?
0: I've tried it once. A, I've tried it once. Fin. You're a fiend. You're a fiend. I've <laughs> tried it once, you know. It was chocolate. It wasn't like we we're eating fruits and stuff like that, but, you know. Ay,
1: fuck, no, I can't eat one of Choose one. I uh, I choose one vice, one at a time, one at a time. I,
0: I was like you, but, you know, she said you should try it. It's uh, it's a new experience. And, you know, I'm just a open-minded person, so I was trying it. And it wasn't that bad, man. Well,
1: whoever this girl was, I'm going to straight up call her a glutton. That's what I'm going to do.
0: Anyway, it wasn't like we're having full-on sex. It was more of like we're playing around with each other, not like, yeah.
1: Yeah, man. I wouldn't go that far. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. Eating insects. sex, it's, that's fucked up. What do you mean? That's, but people have been mixing
0: out of all of the fetishes, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that one, like, one of the more, like, understandable ones? Nope. nope. <laughs> Are you joking, <laughs> Oscar? You must be, I know you're trolling, man. Like, how? <laughs> There's some really weird ones, like feet and, like, I don't know, ears no, but, and, like... But, you know, all, all
1: those things, Right. The goal of all of those things is sexual excitement. But like eating and sex, it's like sexual excitement plus what plus what?
0: So it's one of okay. the most satisfying, two of the most fat, satisfying feelings, right? You're mixing sex with like um, uh, the fulfillment of like, you know,
1: uh, quenching, I, I say, quenching,
0: quenching your appetite, you know? So like. I
1: will, say, I will say that other than sex, the most satisfying feeling is taking a really good
0: shit okay that is that is number
1: then then, (laughs) thinking about this i will imagine i see why there are some people and this is a very extreme extreme fetish where people shit on other people during sex yeah now that despite it being very disgusting I can see the pleasure in that. I can kind of understand the pleasure of that.
0: This is how I know you're trolling. Like you can see no, the I'm pleasure kidding. in that, but you can't see in the no, pleasure I'm of not, like, 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 like eating, like having like maybe ice cream or playing around with like chocolate and stuff like that. You can't see the pleasure in mixing that kind. No, of No, I don't
1: understand the pleasure of eating and sex. I don't. I don't feel f- to feel something. No, I just don't, I don't get it. I I really don't. I really don't. Hey, but I'm just. This is just my opinion. It's not a fact. Just my opinion, right? And it's, even the thing It's with, a really it's,
0: fucking weird one. It's a really fucking weird it, opinion, dude.
1: Even the thing with taking a shit, I'm not saying it's good. I agree, <laughs> it's disgusting, right? However, I understand why someone will find that ple- pleasurable. Because
0: okay. I
1: know when I really want to take a shit and how good that feels. Okay, okay. Yeah, then combine that with sex, I imagine it's going to be even better.
0: So, so I don't. I don't I, think I, I, I'd say the same case. thing to you, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ignoring, I think it's still a very weird opinion. But okay, mm-hmm. look, it's like look. Uh, one of the best feelings is when you're hungry and you eat a very good meal, mm-hmm. and you combine that feeling while you're having sex or you're being pleasured, sexually, and then bam, you get this like, <sighs> this this mm-hmm. orgasmic experience.
1: Okay, not for me then. Not for me. It's, it's not for you. you don't yeah, I don't try that man.
0: Yeah, you just want your your yeah, ghost. You...
1: I, I don't try. I can just imagine why someone would enjoy that. I just don't try it though. I'm hoping to go that far, but I can imagine why someone would. would, would do so,
0: that. you brought up. A... Okay, so here's the thing. Where do you think a lot of these fetishes are born? You think it's purely because people are just trying to, like. It's the search for new excitement, new horizons? Yeah, I mean, like. In the sexual you know, landscape.
1: Yeah, for. for... I th- I don't know where fetishes come from, but I can I understand sexual curiosity, right? You're with one person for several years, you can only you know missionary is gonna only gonna be fun for so long, right? Uh. You have to do something else. Uh. So if you if you're in a couple, you're, you're you're dating or you're married, you might you're definitely going to put, try to push the boundaries further and further, right? Uh. I I know so because I will do that. Just keep it pushing it further and further, right? Uh. But when it comes to fetishes, I don't understand. Is it a mental thing, a psychological thing? I don't know where fetishes begin. Mm. Do they begin in childhood, or is it just watching porn when you're, when you're an adult and something and something snaps? I don't know. I don't know. I don't
0: know. And where does it start? You know, it, it's funny because I have a story for you, by mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wanna. S- hear some of what some of the stories that you've probably seen or some of the stories you've heard Mm -hmm. uh mostly because like i've seen some of these japanese kids right they -hmm. already have some of that curiosity when it comes to like maybe not sex but nakedness and like the opposite of sex even from a very young age like Mm -hmm. there was a girl specifically right who Mm -hmm. was like (laughs) She, she was touching this other boy, right? Mm-hmm. And she was basically feeling up. This is like, what level was this? This was like yellow, right? And I'm just like, th- th- I I stopped them, basically, right? Mm-hmm. And then she, later on in the lesson, she was like, oh, sense of the chin chin. Sense the chin chin. When she was just like, you know, pointing at my penis and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, how does she know these things, you know? I I, I was looking at her and it mm-hmm. wasn't like she was doing it from like... Because she was I mean, trying to be on. bad, right? She was doing there's, it because it not... seemed like she was genuinely curious, you know.
1: No, it's not, there's nothing to be curious about. Like, come on, like you know this. In Japan, kids shower with their parents, take her back to their parents for many years, right? So of course, oh, she's they seen do, penis before, yeah. Of course, she's probably taking her back with her dad. She's probably seen the dad's penis, so of course it's not like it's not curious. That's like she knows. My father has a penis there, so I assume every other man has a penis over there too.
0: <laughs> wait, let's walk this back for a second. Wait, wait. So yeah. how long do they shower with the parents for?
1: I don't know, but I've I've heard people say as far as ten years, twelve years. Just take, whoa, take, really? Yeah, yeah, just take a bath. You know, it's like it, that bath time is also family time. It's not. It's not just. It's family time. It's family time. It's no. It's different cultures, man. Whereby in Kenya, maybe seeing your parents naked for some cultures in Kenya will be... I think it's... Polite. It, I think it's even right? even
0: in, like, the West or in Kenya, it was okay up until, like, maybe, like, what, eight, nine? Then it starts getting weird then.
1: Yeah, but in Japan, like... Yeah, it's different cultures, man. You know, they were look, they're looking... Everyone, every culture is looking at the universe through different lenses, right? Mm. And in Japan, they shower together. They, I mean, to take a bath together, which is, hey, it's, it's normal. It's normal. Mm. Nothing old about that. Mm. Right? But, like yeah like for instance, maybe when we will go to visit before when Yumik before we had a kid mm-hmm. we'll go to visit her family and Yumik will go and take a sometimes Yumi will go and take a bath with her sister. Now, the first time I, I heard about that I was like, whoa that's that's weird taking a bath with your sister, you know because they're both women, they're all young girls, you know but then like after I lived here longer, I came to understand, okay it's just it's just the culture people no do that.
0: that's still in, in my mind that's still okay for some reason. I mean
1: like will you take a bath with your brother?
0: No, but if we had Nothing. to it wouldn't it wouldn't have be been the end of the world, really.
1: Yeah, but but it's it's not something to like if you see your brother after after a couple of months, oh let's go and take a bath together, right? Fair enough, yes. Yeah, yes, but
0: yes. in Japan
1: it's just something they do, you know, it's like maybe I don't know, maybe it's just to it's family time, but I also imagine it's to reduce the amount of water it, being
0: used. It comes from the ocean. Osan's like the period where they're all using awesome the public baths right yeah. public baths were a lot more like back in the day um this is say pre modern japan right those the use of public baths was pretty normal, right so I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. like people were just used to showering with each other, showering with families and stuff like that mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. within within the same genders and stuff, and even now, yeah. but up until ten that's uh interesting, you know. Uh, because yes, right. Japan has been westernized, right? So it's like it's interesting to see how far. I
1: mean, here's the thing: Japan has only been westernized from an outward point of view. I mean, they ha- they wear suits. They've they been pretty maybe... westernized,
0: Oscar. You have to admit, no, no, like no, no, they've no, been no. pretty westernized.
1: I, Jason, I guarantee
0: you, Kenya is more westernized than
1: Japan. Kenya is much, much more westernized than Japan.
0: Kenya is different. Kenya was colonized.
1: True. True, but that's exactly that also means. We're more westernized, yes. That's just what it means.
0: Yeah. I'm like, you can compare oh, no. colonized nations, Japan wasn't really like colonized,
1: yeah, they sort of the, I mean, the,
0: there was a push. There was like this was during like the end of the samurai when they realized they had to modernize, right? And they that's when they first they were forced to open up the the nation, and a lot of western influence came at that time.
1: When, 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 it, when is this?
0: This was like at least the late 1800s. I'm pretty sure. Was that it the was, late 1700s?
1: Maybe when the captain Matthew Calbraith Perry went to Hakodate in Hokkaido. When was the End of the samurai? Yeah. He, he threatened to bomb the port if Japan didn't open up. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Late, late 1800s. Late 1800s. Yeah. They had to, um, they had to change. And at that point, samurais weren't really like, like the warrior class. They were more like of what. There was no one to fight. Basically, they weren't like warriors. Warriors. They were more of like they've become like a like their own economic class, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were still doing samurais, but the samurai traditions that they, they were still like practicing as a samurai warrior, but it had become more traditional than actual mm-hmm. practical, because mm-hmm. Japan wasn't facing anyone at that time. And then that's when they quickly realized, like what you said, um, they were forced to open. Because they knew that they couldn't fight the Americans. Which they still had a war eventually, by the way. That was a weird one. There was a coalition of, I think, if I remember correctly, American and other European uh, countries mm-hmm. that came to like sort of like blockade Japan. And mm-hmm. Japan had to be forced to open up. And you can imagine how annoyed they got because of that. They got really mm-hmm. pissed off. <laughs>
1: Yeah, anyway, so, like, I think that Japan isn't Western. Like, here's the thing with Japan. Japan is the guy with a six-pack but smokes every day. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. Outwardly, it's a very it's a very Western country. But if you come and live here, it's not Western at all. The way they think, the things they watch and the music they listen to, no, this country is not Western.
0: I would definitely it's say what... that at the core, they haven't been Westernized. But no, they no, have definitely. they have adopted a lot of Western ideas.
1: I mean, like, of course, it's democrat. It's a democratic, democratic country, right? That's a Western idea. Yeah, it is. Like
0: the, the emperor is still there, and it's, the royal family is still there, but like, no one really. They have more like figureheads, ceremonial, ceremonial yeah. yeah, ceremonial, cultural type thing, rather than them actually yeah. having power, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, but they they do have power. They have, they have social power. They don't have,
0: and they have money. Lots of money. Yes, and health money, which is, which is
1: also... that's also power in its own right. Yeah. But still, so Japan isn't... Kenya is much, much, much more Western than Japan. A hundred percent.
0: I don't know, I agree with that. I agree with yes. you hundred percent. Kenya yeah. is like... Kenya is like the capitalist capital of, of East Africa. Maybe even the whole of yeah. Africa, man. Kenya's are straight hustlers. Straight hustlers. That's the one thing yeah. I, I completely, like... If only we could use that pure entrepreneurial spirit mm-hmm. and push more positive things. Because I feel like that entrepreneurial spirit nowadays is just like, it's like rogue. Like people just take any opportunity left, right, and center just to make yeah, money.
1: Like, eating, 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 eating,
0: eating. And it's like, I e- e- you know you're you not know, supposed to really judge how people put money on the table. Especially when it comes to like important things, money for like, don't judge how people make their dues. Because that's just how they have, to, they have to do whatever they have to do to survive. But, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes you you do have to judge them. <laughs> There's a limit to that, you know. Like, for example, did you see the BBC documentary of the Baby Stealers?
1: The Baby Stealers? Yeah. No, I haven't seen this.
0: Apparently this has been uh, a lore. it's been ramping up in recent years. But that's been like mm-hmm. an underground, almost like a black market business in Nairobi, in Nairobi mm-hmm. and some of the other like big cities where mm-hmm. babies are stolen from hospitals, babies are stolen from like people on homeless people on the streets.
1: And then what happens? They, they go
0: to clinics and they sell them. They sell them to other people who are
1: who are childless.
0: Childless. Uh, they don't want to go through orphanages. Um, they don't want to pay those fees or couples that are barren. You know. Jesus. And it's like it's it's such a deep business that that when you get the baby, you get mm-hmm. a fake certificate, birth certificate with it, and you can change the baby's name and everything. And that'll legit be your mm-hmm. baby. Like you have like actual administr you have hospital people, we have uh local governments and administrative people in it, in on it too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, when you watch the documentary, you'll see what I'm talking about. Like, it's a whole... It's an actual business. This is a full system, like, from beginning to the end. Like, this cuts from the top till the bottom, you know? Mm. You have people... Everyone's in on it. And then you have stories of, like, a woman whose baby was stolen live from... Uh, which hospital was it? What's the biggest hospital in Arabia again? Uh,
1: Kenyatta
0: Hospital? Yeah, she, like, her baby was stolen from uh, Kenyatta Hospital, like, a day after she gave birth jesus and the baby like it still has never been found it's just the baby's Mm -hmm. just gone and i'm just like this is this obviously is like no one knows about these stories right that's why it's like Mm -hmm. becoming a big thing now but can you imagine just one day after your kid is born the hospital just says sorry we lost your baby what
1: yeah someone someone has to die. Someone has to die. Man. Right? I'm just like, you At
0: the father at that point, you literally just go buy a gun? Yeah, like yeah. So,
1: Someone has to die, man. Someone has it's to the die. the nurse or the doctor. Someone's dying. Someone's dying. <laughs> someone is dying. Uh, someone has to pay for this. Like, no, you're not going to be like, oh, we lost your baby, sorry.
0: <laughs> and that's like the thing, like, Kenyans, again, Kenyans are so good at finding opportunities and capitalizing on opportunities, but like, often than not, we we don't want to draw the line or we don't know where to draw the line, you know? Like, another mm. thing was, like, have you seen the... There's another documentary. um, The Corona Billionaires.
1: You know, you sent me the link, but as soon as you sent me the link, I think the Kenyan government took the documentary off of YouTube. So I couldn't find it anymore. It's gone.
0: But people... Don't worry. I'll send you another. People have made copies of that documentary. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> there's a lot of, like, other links. So basically, yeah. it was... We were donated a lot of masks, right, from Mm -hmm. a a Mm -hmm. lot of different countries, mostly from China, Mm -hmm. and I think there was the UN. Mm -hmm. I'm not too sure about that one, but China definitely gave us a lot of masks, right? Mm -hmm. The masks were brought in Mm -hmm. to Jomo Kenyatta Airport, and the government is supposed to transport that Mm -hmm. to a specific... um, Health institution. I forgot the main health institution. The health institution mm-hmm. has a basically like a, a, a contract with the government. They will okay. sell these... They will distribute, not sell, mm-hmm. they will distribute these masks mm-hmm. on the behalf of the government
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they will disp- distribute it to hospitals, private hospitals,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and make deals based on... They'll make deals and make profits... On the behalf Mm -hmm. of the government, right?
1: Okay, okay.
0: We're talking about like, and I'm talking about millions of masks, legit. This is like the beginning of the lockdown or like it's moving Mm -hmm. towards the lockdown of, you know, Kenya. Mm -hmm. So this is like a very, very like uh, sensitive period and people want masks basically, right? There's a Mm -hmm. need for it. What happens is is that during that period, all of the masks disappeared when they were transporting it from the airport to the warehousing. right no one sees anything supposedly Mm -hmm. Uh and these masks end up Mm -hmm. in other private vendors like multiple private vendors Mm -hmm. and then they sell the they sell those very same masks that were Mm -hmm. donated Mm -hmm. back to the health institution that has a contract with the government at like triple Mm -hmm. the price (coughs) and then they are free to go and sell it to other like hospitals Jeez, And then those those private vendors that got, like, the donated masks and resold it back to the government, basically, mm-hmm. these guys made millions. They made millions. And the whole documentary was just trying to see how deep this went because it was just, like, how many people can actually, like, t- like steal, like, government property like that, you know? Because, again, these are donated masks that were basically for the nation how how many people can actually do that right it's like you must be dealing with some very very well-rooted people you know people with some deep ties here and the fact that they can steal it and then resell it back to the government at double triple the price because the government kenya hasn't planned at that point right so Mm -hmm. the need for the masks was like there was a huge need like everyone Mm -hmm. wanted masks So the government Mm -hmm. didn't have time to investigate this properly. The government the side of the government that actually wants to investigate can't, right? So it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, fine, we just make a deal real quick and we'll buy back all of the masks. Yeah, Yeah. So it basically was like a huge it was a huge heist pulled with donated masks. And it worked. And that was just the first time that happened. Those other things that were donated too that it happened. The the machines mm. that you need in the hospital so that people can breathe on breathe properly if their lungs yeah, have yeah. collapsed. Yeah. It happened with that too. And like I'm like literally it's like you're like you're reading these stories, Oscar, and as a fellow Kenyan, you're just like, Look, I understand you need to make money, but Jesus, we're in the middle yeah, of a pandemic. Fine, like yeah. Like, if if this isn't the point we come together as a country, when will it be? Like, you want the country to, like, literally burn? I don't know. I don't know. I keep
1: saying the same thing, man. I keep saying the same thing. Kenya and most other African nations were just not meant to be. They were just not meant to be. We should have been left as just tribes scattered across the continent, living within our own tribal groups, Uh living with our own gods, our own religions, our own culture. But this thing of talking about Kenya, Tanzania, Uganda, that thing, it's, it's a lie. I don't think it will ever work out. It will never work out. It will never work out.
0: Never. So, you, so you've basically call, uh, closed the book on our nation. You're saying like this nation will just be in this weird perpetual state yeah. of mediocrity.
1: Maybe, maybe not forever. But it's not going to change anytime soon. I promise you that.
0: I believe when young people... Yeah. When our generation is old enough to take over, things will get a little bit better. You think so? A little bit better, yeah. I think so.
1: I've talked to people who are our age, man. And there were some people, the way they talk, it's the same way my father would talk, man. The same way my, from my uncle would talk.
0: People from that generation? Same sort of rhetoric and stuff.
1: Yeah, like people who are... I've met people who are our age who talk like those older people, right? Man, I'm telling you, this, this thing we call tribalism in Kenya, that thing is implanted into people's minds. You know, the lucky thing about you and I is that we were born into families whereby both of our parents came from two, two different tribes, right?
0: Mm. So
1: there was almost no room for tribalism to exist in that atmosphere, right? Oh,
0: yeah, you and are
1: even, right. Even if it, it raises its ugly head, it could be weeded out very quickly, right? Because whatever one, one parent might say about one tribe, the other parent might be there to counter that, that point very quickly because... Because of whatever, for whatever reason, right? They can do that. But if you come from a, of a family whereby both your parents are one tribe and they keep saying something negative about other tribes, as a kid growing up listening to all of that, what choice do you have but to simply accept, you know?
0: You are right. I never thought about that. You know, yeah, even like, a lot of my friends, how many of my friends actually have that intertribal marriage? Like their parents no, are from the same very family? Very
1: few. Very few. It's not as many as people think. Yeah. It's few, man. It's few.
0: And what does that do to, like, the dynamics of the family, like you said, the family politics? You're right. That must change everything. That yeah. must be so different.
1: Like, I remember, like, in 2013, I believe. Yeah, 2013 when we had the elections in Kenya, right? Yeah, you and I were still part of the softball team, right, in the in the university.
0: This is 20... You said 2012?
1: 2013.
0: 13. Ah, this is when... Uh, What's-his-name was running for his first term. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, like, what, happen- what happened is, I remember talking to one of our teammates who said he wanted to vote for Raila, who was the opposition party leader, right? Was this Tambo? Yeah, exactly, exactly. exactly. <laughs> oh, good, 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 you remember, remember. You remember right? Yeah. And I was having this discussion with Tambo. And in the middle of the discussion, I realized there's no way, because I, I, w- I wasn't having this argument because I, I knew I didn't want to vote. And to this day, I still don't want to vote. But I remember telling Tambo, everything, because we were, we were kids in university in you know, our first, second year, right? don't uh-huh. Tambo, everything, ev- whatever reason you think that Rayla is the right leader is uh, is because your parents are also voting for Rayla, right? I didn't, yeah, I just asked him, your parents are voting for Rayla, right? And he said, yes. And I said, exactly. That's why you want to vote for him too. Because that's the way you've been raised to, to think. Which? And he had, he had to agree, he had to agree, because people our age, at least when you're, you're 17, 18, 19, you're not reading, you're not reading like party charters you're not looking at all the you're not looking at all the like the laws they want to change all the, you know you're not looking at their manifestos right you're yep. just hearing bits and pieces in the news and what other people are saying right
0: a normal 18 year old wouldn't be looking at that
1: exactly and you're 18 it's your first time to vote you're excited you want to vote but instead of actually going to do the research you're just hearing what your parents are saying what your friends are saying right mm. you're not doing any actual research on the ground mm. you're not even looking at the, at the government's the party's website right uh-huh and then you're going to say so strongly from the bottom of your heart, "I'm going to vote for Raila." I'm going to, do. I'm like, dude, do you know why you're making that choice? Do you actually know why? And it's like for people that age, it's like, I'm sure your parents are voting for the same guy. I'm sure. And I was always right. Yeah, I was always right. So I'm telling you, Jason, like Kenya won't change, bro. Kenya won't change unless everyone is forced to have an inter-tribal marriage. You know, like it's it's part of the constitution now. You can't marry from your own tribe.
0: I think it it's that's common that's like, that's like a common occurrence in the big cities, you know? Mm. I think it's when you go to the local villages that's where people like Yeah, in the
1: local people well, it's impossible, of course it's impossible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And that's where like a lot of the stereotypes are still like the neck them like the really harmful ones are still perpetuated, you know?
1: Yeah. Because
0: mm-hmm. in the city Like what you're saying Basically It's, it's Like a lot of big cities it's, It becomes a mixing pot mm. Different cultures Different people You know Like Nairobi and Mombasa
1: And like Think about this right I remember in 2007 When Uhuru And Raila Were part Were part of the same t- team Right The same party right
0: Was this At uh, that time ODM.
1: ODM, yeah When both Uhuru and Raila Were in ODM. Mm. At that time, it seemed for the first time in Kenyan history, Kikuyu, the tribe Kikuyu, and the tribe Luo's were finally going to work things out because they're like their most of their supreme leaders, their supreme gods, their demigods decided to become friends. You know,
0: <laughs> you know, you rather an interesting point. What yeah. is what is up with? It's not just Kenya, Kenya though. It's like a lot of third world countries that just elevates their politicians to like. the demigods demigods. demigod status like this guy is like jesus he's come to save everyone you know it's like we put all of our hopes and dreams into this one person as if you know like i said they're like jesus they've come they're like the the messenger of god here to save us from our plague from our plight
1: because like he like we have as africans we have not, not say africans i will say the contemporary african man has no identity our identity, just like the Native Americans, was stolen by the, colon- the our colonizers. So now we have no idea of what we are supposed to ha- how we are supposed to be. Whatever whatever we believe we're supposed to be, is just bits and pieces of. It's just information. What would I put it? It's like it's like there's a book, right? There's a book. Uh-huh. The book is an explanation of how an African should be, right? Uh-huh. But what they... The modern African man has is just like one paragraph from the book, uh-huh. because the rest was burned up by the colonizers. And we think this one paragraph is exactly is this should show us exactly how to live. So because like, think about this: all of our written texts was uh-huh. taken away and burned by the Europeans. Our religions was called devil worship and black magic. It's so bad that right now in Africa, in Kenya, if you actually believe in our ancient gods, people tell you that's bad. Don't do that we are christians.
0: How yes, christians yes 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 christians. you know i actually got so tilted i was <laughs> this is an argument i had like a year and a half ago with my cousin he's like because we we're having this random conversation and like something i don't know some 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 specific moral issue came we we're having like a, a argument about morals right
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then he says like ah but you know we can't do this in our country because Kenya is a Christian country. And I was just like so tilted by that. I was just like, bro, Christianity has only been in our fucking nation for at least eighty to hundred years. A hundred years ago, our ancestors, our family were in huts. Okay. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Do you under Do you really understand that? Do you really think about just think about that for a second? You know, yeah. literally, this religion is like. It's literally the same, like our grandfather, our great grandfather's older than this mm. religion being in Kenya has been around yeah. longer. Just think about that,
1: yeah.
0: but like you said it's, it's it's we're so well indoctrinated, you know, yeah, I'm telling you, like
1: there's no African identity, bro there's it's gone, it's gone. We are fighting with ourselves, our core has been taken away from us, and it's it's not just us man. like I say it's it's many people, it's the Native Americans. It's, I think it's even, who else? Maybe even Chinese to some degree. Uh-huh. Man, it's everyone. It's everyone. It's everyone. The only people who've kept their thing is maybe... Europeans. The Scandinavians, the Europeans, you know, those are the only people who have kept their thing because everything that is in the world right now started there, you
0: know? Europeans. Um, Americans are able to create their identities from scratch with um, very little trouble, I would say.
1: No, but they're not creating the identity from scratch because Americans like to they they hold their ancestry to such high high regard. Whereby they say, "Oh, my name is such and such, and I have German French ancestry," you know.
0: Huh? What? Which Americans I talk, are they, doing that?
1: Yeah, they talk about their ancestry. They hold it such high high regard. Really? Yeah, they do. Americans and even Canadians they hold their ancestry so high regard. I've seen regard.
0: that with Canadians, but with Americans, it's just like, bro, I'm fucking American. You can't talk to me like this. <laughs> You know, yeah, I mean, that, okay, that whole okay. thing, you know?
1: Okay, okay. In that sense, America... the Americans have the right to do that because their nation is the, is the most powerful nation in history. So, they, they are... It yeah. Sense for them that,
0: right? Yeah. They came yeah. out and... They are like, number one, you know? They are number one. So, 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 they created their own identity. I said that because specifically when they first broke away from the British, right? Mm-hmm. Um, That was like really... That civil war, mm-hmm. or rather that war with the British mm-hmm. was... What was that war called?
1: The War of Independence.
0: Yeah, the War of Independence. Okay. I'm looking for another word, but anyway, the War of Independence. That war was like the fight to determine the soul of, like the 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 what, what would be the American identity moving forward, right? Because you mm-hmm. had people who were still support- supporting the British royalty, right? The British Crown. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm the loyalists, right? And then you had the separatists who are like um, revolutionists, the people who wanted America to be independent and America to like... They basically no longer saw themselves as British citizens at that point. They saw mm-hmm. themselves as a very much separate nation, even though America technically... America was a British colony, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if the loyalists had won, then, you know, America would probably still have like... It would have like British English... We'd, like be drinking tea and stuff like that, <laughs> we yeah. all know about like the tea that was like um what's this the the bombing at Boston yeah, a, yeah, the, tea party, the tea party. yeah the tea party uh, yeah. that fire that was caused yeah. as a protest, yeah. so stuff like that you know, so like again, so we all know like um the loyalists lost the British were kicked out and America. They forged their own path. They had to create their own identity from scratch, right? Exactly. They were no longer British. They were no longer like allowed to use that line of uh, that 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 line, like the that line of what? What's what's the word here? I don't know. Anyway, pointers. They weren't allowed to like be British people anymore. So they had to Mm -hmm. become something else
1: yeah yeah.
0: and uh how many countries actually have gone through that sort of like metamorphosis that change where it's like they they're
1: forced maybe someone can tell me someone could of course tell me if i'm wrong right but i do believe this in kenya we have the our history books say that kenyans fought for the independence Ah, man. Which is one. true. Kenyans did fight.
0: The Ma'amau people. The Ma'amau. Yeah. Uh, the Maumau fought. Yeah.
1: yeah. However, our independence was given to us. We did not take it.
0: It was like a deal. It was, it was made. A deal. Yes. Yeah. It was made of a deal.
1: It was like, hey, we're going to let you guys rule yourselves, but we want that land for
0: 999 years. And uh, British, uh, people, British people who choose to stay can stay.
1: Yes. Exactly. So we were—it was like there's no such thing as we took our independence. No, no, no. no. We were given. We made a deal, and we were given. We were, so it's like that's why, like, we have Kenyan, we have British troops in Kenya, right? We can't, we can't chase them out. They're there. They're there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we speak British English. Yes. Right. We study everything in Kenya, like science, history, geography chemistry we all we study all of that in english not in swahili not in kikuyu not in luo not in kalenjin it's all in english what are our official languages yeah the only other time we speak kiswahili is during kiswahili class how fucked up is that
0: (laughs) (laughs) you do have a good point like you hear kiswahili a lot outside of school but when you enter school it's like a british english bubble if that makes sense
1: let me me even ask you as a simple question What's chemistry? How do you say chemistry in Kiswahili? I don't know. <laughs> neither do I. Neither do I. Neither do I. How fuck? How 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 do you say vitamins in Kiswahili? I don't know. Neither do I. Neither do I. But um, this is supposed to be my first language. I can't. I can't write a book in Kiswahili, man. I can't write a book in Kiswahili, man. I I watched some Kiswahili movies, and I'm pretty sure I understand Japanese movies a bit better than that.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've almost, I've basically reached that point too. But yeah. it's just like my Japanese is like starting to edge a bit better than my Kisoyeli. and it's like yeah. I can't I'm even, saying, yeah. I can't even admit this to my parents because I know, oh my God, the, the words, the, 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 the word beating I would get from them, the verbal uh, no. beating I would get from them.
1: But it's like, is it your fault really? Is it really your fault? Is it your fault, mm. or is it the set you grew up in?
0: We, you know it's funny we had this conversation with another co-worker yeah she's she's from Ireland right mm-hmm. but her family is from Zimbabwe mm-hmm. and she doesn't speak the language mm-hmm. so every time she tries talking with her family
1: mm-hmm.
0: there's that awkwardness she can't communicate properly and mm-hmm. sometimes she gets made fun of by her cousins. Mm-hmm. Saying mm-hmm. that she's, oh, you know, she's like that British person and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. She's not British, mm-hmm. but she's trying to be like uh, a European is what they mm-hmm. try to make fun of her because she can speak mm-hmm. good English. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, bro, that was pretty much me in a lot of situations, even back home. Even when trying to mm-hmm. talk with my, like my great grandparents, which was like, mm-hmm. they barely even understood Kiswahili. So now like, yeah, communication yeah. was basically almost impossible. Yeah. And it just always felt what? you always felt horrible. It always felt horrible. Mm. It always felt like you've lost. There's a part of you that you will never understand. Even though it's mm. supposed to be there, like, it's not. Mm. And you don't really know what you can and can't do, right? To, like, get it back. And... It's not just us, right? Like, it's a lot of, it's, it's not just like the two of us, is what I mean. It's like there's a lot of people in our generation, right? It's like they've almost been left hanging, right? Like what you said, because they've been so well indoctrinated in this like Western, what? Western norms, Western language, Western mm-hmm. system. Mm-hmm. There's been a slight, there's been a slight, what? It's like they've been cut away from their roots. Yeah, yeah. I'm... There
1: are no roots, man.
0: I feel like the roots yeah. are still there, but it's like.
1: Okay, t- let me ask you this: If you're to go back and actually try to understand the roots of what of your culture, where do you start? You have to start by learning the language first, you know. So you go back and learn Kikamba right?
0: You have to go to the to the home city. You go, is.
1: yeah, you go. You go to Machaco, so you go yeah. deep into like Kamba country, right? Yeah. Now going there. How many people there are old enough to, to talk to you about life prior to the coming of the white man? Very few. Exactly, right?
0: Mm. So
1: it's like, your roots, maybe they're not gone, but they're dying. So if you're going to make that move, make it now, you know? You know what I mean?
0: Ah, now you, you do have a good point. And then yeah. it's like, a lot of our cultural history was never recorded mm. down. Or the ones like were recorded down,
1: Man, they were taken there isn't,
0: and yeah, they were taken, but there's not, a, there's not a lot left. That was there wasn't yeah. a lot that was recorded down. A lot of yeah. it was, a lot of it was verbal. It
1: recording. was oral history. Oral history. Yeah.
0: yeah. And so when those people who are carrying that oral history die, our history yeah. dies with them.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So our roots are dying, man. Our roots are dying. And I was listening to a podcast. Uh, it's a really good podcast, actually. It's called the Blind Boy Podcast. Mm-hmm it's this irish guy he talks about mental health and irish history and just some hot takes but it's a really good podcast anyway so Mm -hmm. there was one episode where they were talking about irish history right Mm -hmm. irish uh, oral traditions and they were saying in the past there will be a guy in 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 some irish in the in in a tribe right Mm -hmm. whose job it was to listen to the stories and make songs out of them and sing those songs to people the people of the next generation Mm And I don't know about Kenya. Maybe in Kenya there was someone who had a similar, who had a similar responsibility in yeah. different tribes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Whoever those people were, were, we don't know about them anymore. Like, where even where Oscar, a Kenyan, a Kalenjin, a Nembu has to guess that maybe that person existed. You know? We know nothing about our culture. Nothing. Nothing. And we're, we're talking about saving Kenya. How can you save what you don't even, you know nothing about?
0: famous quote of um you need to in order to know where you're going you need to understand where you're coming from
1: yeah do we know where you're coming from man do we know no well, we like don't is, think about this you know like like you're talking about japan being westernized right but think about this japan has its core so when japan grows they're not just trying to mimic the west actually they know what to take from the west and what we ignore right but kenya when people talk about developing Kenya, the first thing everyone says is like, we can be like America. We can be as powerful and as like nice, have nice things like America. That's what everyone says, right? It's just like, we can be like them. We can be like them, right? That's what Kenyans do. Being good means being like them.
0: I, I will say something that's very sad, but yeah. I generally do believe it. We were mm-hmm. turned into small people. This is not obviously like physically small people. I
1: know, yes, yes. I know what you mean, I know
0: what you mean. We're turned into small people because small people are easier to control. They're weak, yeah. right? Yeah. And the consequence of this yeah. is that now even our dreams are small. Yeah,
1: like it, there's no... There's no way Kenya can become anything if we are there we are right now, man. There's nothing for us to be because we don't know. Like you said, we don't know ourselves, man. We don't know ourselves. We don't know where we came from we don't and like if when someone makes that point of oh go and learn your go and learn your history you know people love making that point you know especially when i talk to them about such, like what i'm telling you right now like hey kenya is going nowhere people tell me go and learn your history and i'm like okay well, then where should i start where should i start you tell me you simply know you
0: just have to go to like you said for me it will be going to my trackers and talk to people
1: exactly but even the people who make such points you know like do they actually know their history I don't know. I I think anyone, most people who are are our age, right? Kenyans who are our age, don't know enough about their own history.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. even with the people, like, even with the people who have the language Mm -hmm. on lockdown, like, they can speak their own language. Mm -hmm. Even with them, you start to see, like, they're even there being cut away from their own roots. Exactly. Because... The, how 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 does the tribal language exist in a landscape where a business landscape like Nairobi, where everyone is speaking English,
1: it can't exist because the language didn't didn't evolve in such an such a place, you know?
0: Yeah, the the language it's 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 an inept tool in a landscape yeah. like that. Unfortunately, I again I don't like saying things like this, but it is an inept tool. Yeah, you yeah. don't need it. Yeah. The yeah. British. The British schools, as weird as they sound, do make sense for the system mm-hmm. that they're preparing you for.
1: Yes, 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 yes. I mean, it's it's a European system. It's a capitalist system. It's not, it's, yeah.
0: And our society is a capitalist society. Exactly, exactly. See, so you are being prepared for something, you know? Yeah. If you take your tribal language there, who are you going to talk to? Are you going to go talk mm-hmm. to, like, I don't know, investors or these other business people in your tribal yeah. language? So,
1: so maybe the, the thing is like, over time, over the evolution of 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 cultures in the in the world, all cultures tended to interact with other cultures, and some cultures will, will absorb other cultures, right? Uh-huh. And that has been happening since the beginning of of humanity, right? Yep,
0: civilization. Yes.
1: And yes, and maybe the the end goal of this thing is there to be just one global culture. Not Kenyan culture, Japanese culture, just one global culture, whereby we all speak the same language.
0: So what deals? What's the end goal of Kenya, Oscar? What's the end goal?
1: Maybe like Kenya is one of those cultures that's gonna be absorbed, absorbed, like or absorbed and vanishes and vanishes. I those it pains I'm... it pains my heart
0: to hear things like this, Oscar. It does. But but
1: but this happens. It's not like Kenya is the first culture to be absorbed by another culture, right? Yeah. This happens all the time some cultures just vanish they just vanish
0: they die like, how many cultures, cultures die
1: like, yeah how many cultures do we read about in history books that like oh fuck what happened to them oh they're gone I mean like they, they were taken up by someone else
0: yeah you know, the ants like, the answer, like, like this... their predecessors not predecessors the yeah successors still exist basically yeah like in, this, in, the bloodline still called... exists but the culture itself I mean, is dead
1: yes the culture is gone so the, have you, there's this movie called hell or high water have you watched this movie
0: that sounds familiar
1: it's a really good movie on Netflix and there's one there's one scene whereby there are two Texas Texas, what, Texas Rangers right sitting next to each other one of them is a white guy the other, and the other one is a Native American right uh-huh. and the Native American tells the white, white guy like oh the, okay the white guy likes make, poking fun at the Native American because he's like he's a Native American right just making fun of his race right uh-huh. and at one point the Native American guy says like we've all been Native Americans. Even you white people. You, you were once Native Americans to someone else. And those people took your culture and forced you to submit. And right now, these people in America, white, black, everyone else, they are also Native Americans. But it's not the people who are taking their culture away from them. It's the banks.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And it's like, it's true. Like, cultures, some cultures just die out. Right now, in, it's not like Kenyan culture is dying out. It's the, It's Kalenjin culture, it's Kamba culture, it's Luo culture, you know. It's you know it's starting it's in bits and pieces here and there, right?
0: Yeah. Like and maybe funny enough, like how the the ice caps are melting, you know, bits yes, and pieces yes. slowly fall into the ocean, exactly. melted away forever.
1: Exactly, and like I remember when I was in high school, I read some. There was a there's a tribe in Kenya called Iteso, right? Iteso, and what's you know, that? Iteso. It's that. Like they live in like near Mount Elgon in like Near Rift Valley, right? Okay. And I was reading back then, in when I was in high school, that at that point in time, there were only about two hundred people in the world who speak that language. Two hundred oh. people. That means it's dead. That, that, that culture is dead already. It's gone. It's gone. It's finished.
0: Yeah, right? it's on a lifeline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's literally, it's, it's literally in like ICU right now.
1: Yeah. And now that, so they say that's gone. Next, it's any other tribe with less than five. What 50,000 people that's next, you know. Maybe Turkana is next, maybe fucking Burana, Burana are next. I don't know, but they everyone is losing, everyone is dying, 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 dying. And maybe when all of these people die, now there's just going to be one Kenyan culture we will just speak English and Swahili, right? But then even this English and Swahili is going to be absorbed by a much larger culture, which is maybe the Chinese culture and the Chinese capitalism or communism. Because right now, the youth they've already been taken by American capitalism, which is which is fucking Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat and all these things.
0: TikTok right? is Chinese. So yeah, you're right. No, no, no,
1: TikTok. I'm, yeah, I'm going to that. TikTok is the next step coming from China. And now China is building all over our railways. All... They're, they're opening shop all over Kenya. People are actually learning Mandarin in Kenya right now. They're, so they're, talking, about, they're
0: talking about putting yeah? it in schools. That has exactly. been a conversation. And I'm just like, oh, you know, the Chinese overlords have a hand in our nation yeah. now.
1: Like how long is it gonna be before they actually just take over everything? Whereby now, there is no more Kenyan culture. We're just like, we're just like, what is it? A protectorate of, Chi- of, the, of the Chinese government, you know?
0: Uh... Like, of
1: course, this is an extreme case, but it can happen because cultures do die out. And from the way I'm looking at it, Kenya is one of those cultures that is vetted, is being vetted right now for death, you know
0: so when i said what's the end goal or what's the end game for you just to sum, quickly summarize the point you just believe like mm-hmm. we should accept the fate that our culture is dying and we might not necessarily be able to do anything about it and just be able to adapt with whatever's coming was that what you were trying to say
1: only only those who can adapt survive that's what i say that's what i think if you can't adapt you die. you're dead which was actually the
0: original point. What's his name was trying to push uh, Charles Darwin with the survival yeah. of the fittest. It was people yeah. who can better adapt to change. I just yeah. don't like the way it was misconstrued and mis- like the misconception of it. was just like people literally thought it was physical strength. The, s- yeah. the survival of the fittest means that you have to be the strongest person in the room. And it's like not strength isn't necessarily a determinant when it comes to surviving, you know. Um,
1: yeah. That's what
0: I'm saying. So, Jason, we, we call sh- it quick. We should just adapt. Huh.
1: Yeah, we adapt,
0: we adapt, okay. we adapt. Okay. Yeah, no, you're right. It's been one hour. It's been a very mm-hmm. interesting talk. Uh mm-hmm. I was thinking a lot about some of the things you were saying. You had some interesting mm-hmm. points, Oscar. And I wonder day- <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Also, you were talking about turning the women that you like being, turning their faces into toilet seats. So, it was (laughs) nice. I didn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) We all know what you're trying to say there. It's fine. It's okay. And uh, on that note, uh, goodbye, everyone. Thanks for listening.
1: Goodbye. Thanks for the listen.
0: Bye bye. Bye bye.